Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, what we're going to talk about is whether you can change your attachment style. So your attachment style, I've gone into depth about... um, I've gone in-depth on what that is in various podcasts. You should refer back to the one that's on attachment style to understand what they are. And um, basically, they're secure and insecure. There's two types of insecure. So what we're talking about is can you change? Well, I mean, I guess I I was thinking about uh, can you change from insecure to secure, which was what I was asked in my Facebook group. But also, can you change from secure to insecure? And I'll discuss that as well. So uh, before I get into it, I must tell you to subscribe as usual. Um, I have a lot of ones on, you know, remember female arousal, female hyposexual disorder. I have the um, all of the ones about relationships and attachment and women and, you know, oral sex on women. You know I was going to get there eventually. That's the one everybody cares about. Um, anyway, so I have lots of those. And the most recent was on Mr. and Mrs. Just Not Feeling It or The Divorced in Spirit, one of my couples you meet in counseling, a.k.a. A Loveless Marriage. And I talk about that in depth. And I'm going to go through all those couples in counseling eventually. So far, I've done four of them. I've done three in order. And then I did the uh, Lean In Wife and the CEO, um, sorry, and the Underachieving Husband. Anyway, so subscribe if you didn't, and please sign up for my Facebook group too, because you get a lot of interaction with me in there. And of course, follow me on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Okay, so um, what is uh, what is the point of? therapy. (laughs) So if you're in therapy, what is the overarching point? I mean, some people have like a dog phobia or something like that, and that can be cured. Some people struggle with generalized anxiety. But for all the people that come in because their relationships are unsatisfying, it's really that you're trying to transform your attachment style. You're insecure and you're trying to change it into secure so that instead of somebody who's either pushing people away or glomming onto them too closely that pushes them away, you are somebody who's secure within yourself and can give and receive love freely and to be in an interdependent relationship not a codependent relationship where you feel like you're going to die if you're not together um, but an interdependent relationship where you are fine needing things from somebody and being needed um if this is very very hard to do if you were raised in a home where you didn't see a securely attached relationship between your parents and it's hard if you experienced any childhood trauma or you're an adult child of a dysfunctional family and you were taught in myriad ways that people cannot be trusted and sometimes people learn people cannot be trusted so I'm going to be super independent and not need anyone and sometimes people learn people can't be trusted so therefore you got to watch them all the time like a hawk to make sure they don't leave you. 
Um, and if you work on yourself in therapy frequently, the entire goal, which is not stated if people uh, don't talk openly in therapy about attachment, but but another way to conceptualize the goal of long-term insight-oriented psychotherapy is you are trying to grow more securely attached, you know, and if you are single, you are trying to grow more securely attached as well because there's always some people in your life like your kids and, uh, you know, maybe your friends and whoever you may date in future, you want to be a good, loving, um, trustworthy, caring person. You don't want to be somebody who either shoves people away or who uh, wants to merge with them so completely that they feel smothered. So how does this happen? Well, one thing that I certainly know about myself is the therapeutic relationship. So if you have a strong therapeutic alliance, which just means a bond um, with your therapist, then you can actually learn from this relationship kind of a little bit what it's like to be in a healthy relationship. You know, and this is why a lot of guys pick a female therapist, either consciously or subconsciously, is they're trying to get better at talking to and understanding women. And I'll tell you, you know, like if you're a man who never talked about like intimacy or emotions or anything like that before, and you spend every week talking to me about it for 45 minutes, I'll tell you, you get better. <laughs> you know, you get better at it. You learn to trust women more. I'm there for you, etc. And I'm like a normal human, not like some guys put women on pedestals or else hate women, you know, you learn to kind of have a respectful, caring relationship with somebody. It's not completely bi-directional, obviously, in therapy, but it, this is what transference is. And I mentioned this a lot in the podcast where you start to act with the person like how you act in general, um, which means that like if you're somebody who pushes people away, then you'll try to push away the therapist too. But over time, you know, the therapist can get closer to you than probably anybody can. And then you learn that it's okay. And in fact, it's good. And in fact, look at how you feel better when you confide more. And when the conversations go deeper and that this person doesn't actually laugh at you or mock you instead they like empathize with you and they get you and and they they find you to be valuable and worthwhile and and interesting you know that can be very transformative in and of itself for people with deep childhood trauma which is a majority of people who are insecurely attached and again trauma doesn't have to be being locked in the closet or beaten it can be not getting your needs met and read the book Running on Empty for more on emotional neglect. So so therapy. Therapy is a good way to work on growing more securely attached and to almost have this practice space on how to interact in a more reciprocal, healthy way with a person. What else? I always talk about reparenting. Within an intimate relationship, you can be reparented if your partner loves you and is committed to you. Then you can learn how to be, over time, in a trusting, loving relationship. Of course, the key problem here is that if you're insecurely attached, you probably picked somebody who's insecurely attached. I mean, almost definitely. Avoidant picks preoccupied. Preoccupied picks avoidant. Um, I've talked about this. Then there's a disorganized attachment style, and you know they can pick each other or they can pick some somebody who is uh, preoccupied or avoidant. Again, if you don't know these terms, you got to go back to my attachment style podcast. 
But if you find somebody, for example, that you're always pursuing them and they're always distancing, it can be hard to feel reparented in a positive way. So that's where couples counseling comes in. It can help you both to grow more securely attached with each other by having difficult conversations that are about kind of deeper topics and more objective conversations than you usually have. So you could learn to kind of tell each other what's going on subconsciously and to give one another roadmaps to understand standing your inner world so that you grow more recognizable and sympathetic to one another. And this is what couples counseling can help with. Now you say, all right, fine, plug for therapy here, plug for therapy there. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a therapist, so I'm always going to say therapy is useful. But uh, are there any other ways to grow more securely attached? Well, on a positive note of things that transpire in the world, when you're a little child that gets adopted into a healthy family after uh, you were taken out because of abuse or neglect, and I worked with children like this many years ago, if you're adopted into a loving family and they show you that, you know, you can count on them and things are safe and secure and your parents, your new parents love you, yeah, you can grow more securely attached. You really can. And this can also happen even if you have like, um, like sometimes people grow into, like they, they love their in-laws the way that they should have loved their family if their family would have been, you know, uh, healthy. And so like a person who like at a young age, let's say a girl is dating a guy and his parents are very loving, you know, or even a best friend and her parents are very loving. You can get that almost that reparenting experience from these surrogate parents. And that can transform your attachment style in some way. Basically, the thing that transforms your attachment style is learning that you can be confident in the fact that somebody's going to love you and have your best interests at heart. And this can happen through long-term relationships where you are working on the relationship and increasingly trying to be there for one another in different ways. It can happen by finding a parent figure that can do this reparenting. It can happen via therapy. Um, And so these are all the various ways that people can learn to be more secure in their place in the world and to shed these dysfunctional coping mechanisms, which really are boiled down to either pushing people away or pulling them in too close. And this can happen. If I did not think that an attachment style could be changed, then I would be in the wrong business. And I've seen it happen. But um, the other question was, is this like being an alcoholic where you always have to be on the lookout for reverting to the old patterns? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, with caveats, right? I mean, a 50-year-old woman who has been married for 30 years is not, and if if it's mostly a, a healthy marriage, it doesn't matter if she had a traumatic childhood because she's going to be very different now and she's going to have healed a great deal. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. It always certainly matters. She has certain triggers, but her attachment style to her husband may be secure. She trusts him. She loves him. And she no longer conflates him too much with her parents. But I bet in the first year of the marriage, it was pretty rocky. And there's a lot of people with long-term marriages that say that the beginning tendency, you know, was to fight and to be volatile and all of these things. And over time, they grew together. So this definitely happens. And what that means is not only do your hormones change so that you don't feel like 
throwing fucking plates at the wall anymore. I mean, this is a real thing that, you know, when people are young, the closer you are to teenage years where your hormones are all over the place, your young 20s brains don't even stop developing till like 26. So the way that people act when they're in their young 20s is like crazy. You know, sometimes they have like no impulse control. So that coupled with growing up in a difficult home will make you have these jealous fits and you have these crazy fights and you're crying and all this stuff. And then many years later, people don't even barely recognize what they were like when they were young and they had this insecure attachment. They've worked on it over time and also physiologically, they've changed a great deal. So that certainly does happen. Uh, But yes, the person who tended toward preoccupied, jealous uh, volatility will always kind of, if, if they are triggered in some way, they may always react on the end of the spectrum of more preoccupied and the avoidant person under stress will kind of withdraw and uh, kind of push away from people. So you have to kind of be aware But you really can get over and get through things and change on a deep level. This is true. I talk about this a lot with anxiety. People can cure their anxiety. They really can. They can cure OCD. They can cure anxiety. Even borderline personality, which was always thought to not be amenable to change. Uh, DBT is very helpful with that. Um, Really... I mean, as I talked about in some other podcasts, I feel like narcissistic personality disorder is now the one that said you can't change that, but that doesn't make any sense. We saw that you could change BPD, so why can't you change NPD? It doesn't make any sense. I'm sure that there are studies even happening right now that'll show the same types of stuff, that the same type of change is amenable. And in my practice, I see people with narcissistic traits and the full NPD diagnosis grow and change as well because they're people too. And any person that gets the kind of respectful, uh, helpful, therapeutic attention is going to in some way evolve and mature. I mean, I've never really seen that there's no impact unless you're really with the wrong therapist or you're not ready to try to change. But people who are motivated to change to improve their interpersonal issues that are in therapy or honestly, if they are just doing like a shitload of introspection and reading and thinking and, and trying, sometimes they can approximate it themselves, you know, but you could expedite it, of course, if you have an objective therapist working with you. But anyway, yeah, change is possible. I would really deeply be in the wrong field if I didn't believe that. And I've seen it happen. PTSD can be treated anxiety, depression. Certainly there are biological components of things such as the biological uh, correlates of depression, the ones that I talk about, the fatigue and the the physical sorts of things, eating more, sleeping more, you know, things like that. Those don't really, therapy does not um, address the sort of biological things, just like it can't really address ADHD. Your brain is just wired differently, but it can help with negative self-talk. It can help with uh, suicidal thoughts thoughts, you know, of I'm so worthless and I want to die can help with that stuff. And with ADHD, it can help with I'm such a loser. Why can't I ever get my shit together? It can make somebody want to, for example, get themselves onto a routine, you know, which then would be helpful, you know, because they start to think of themselves as more of a worthwhile person that has a possibility of improving and, and, and growing and changing in a positive way. So yes, I do think therapy can be very transformative and I do think that attachment style can change and people have large, large impacts on one another. And if you are in a healthy and loving relationship, that can often be transformative 
it's not going to be transformative without your help. And it isn't exactly like the situation where a little child who sadly got abused is now adopted by a loving couple. And then that child doesn't really do much of anything on their end to be different. Just the parent's love will be transformative for them. In an adult relationship, you certainly do have to try on purpose to act in different ways. But when you do that, and then the your partner responds differently, and you see that it's possible to have healthy interactions, then that can be a very transformational idea and and can and can then start this virtuous cycle where you learn that if you act different then people are nicer and then you start being nicer back and they're not nicer and everybody's being nice and and loving and respectful and then the relationship transforms itself into a more securely attached one all right, so I uh, hope this was useful. Hopefully it addressed the question. And just to underscore it, I do think people could change their attachment style. I have seen it happen. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.